Welcome back to the Goal Line Stand, all football, all the time. This is our summer series, our players-only Mount Rushmore series. We are discussing the teams of the AFC South and our players-only Mount Rushmore. I am Mike. I'm joined, as always, by Brett. Brett, this one, just like the last one, for those of you who maybe haven't heard it, go back and check it out. Our AFC West Mount Rushmore was a little bit tough. Again, I thought it was going to be easier than it was, but it was a little bit difficult. So I think, and you know, uh, both of us, we actually selected the teams on air. I think we both ended up with one difficult one and one easy one because we both got an expansion team, which is a little easier because it's more of a limited universe. And then we both got teams that had moved. So we sort of had two incarnations of a team. So, yeah, we had one hard one, one easy one each. That's the way I sort of handicapped this division. Agreed. Yeah, and, and two two of them are very historic franchises because let's not call it, you know, in my case, it's a team. It's one team that has always been the same team name. In your case, with Tennessee, you have a, a franchise that dates back, obviously, as the Oilers. So, yes, yeah. This is how it's going to go. We're going to go in alphabetical order here. So wh- where do we go? Who, who do we start with again? Houston will be first. Houston. Yes. Houston, so, you are Houston. You are on the clock. Houston, hello. Houston, we have some problems, but that's... That's for, that's another, for episode. another episode. That's for a regular episode of the Goal Line Stand, <laughs> which you can find everywhere you find podcasts. Yes. Okay. So in no particular order. Andre Johnson, J.J. Watt, Arian Foster, and Deshaun Watson. And for people who are listening to this and didn't listen to us for the first minute, this is the Texans only. So let's yes, this, preface it by that. Well, yeah, they never came from any Ross. I know, but people might say here Houston and say, well, what about? Oh, okay. You know, so Texans only. Okay. Yeah, so. My I, next- I don't even know. Who else would you even, who else is? I have four names as potential next people up in no particular order. DeAndre Hopkins, Brian Cushing, D'Amico Ryans. And technically, if you were to look at who the passing leader is for that franchise, it's Matt Schaub. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. I'm just not putting Matt Schaub on a Mount Rushmore. No, I have no problem with your four. I think your four are pretty good. So yeah, that's sort of the easy thing with a team that's been around since 2002. Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's really minimal debate there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm up now, and I had the privilege of going down the rabbit hole of the Colts' history. So Baltimore and Indianapolis Colts, and this one was super, super tough. Similar to, I think, what we kind of talked about in the previous episode uh, about like the Chargers and the Raiders where the Chargers and the Raiders each had like different eras and even the Colt and even the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, hell, the Broncos, all four in the, all four in the West had yeah. these specific error eras. In this case with Indian with Baltimore and Indianapolis, they were so defined on each era. I could have almost picked four from each era and I don't know that I'd be wrong. So no, it's tough. I mean, you have a lot of Hall of Famers. So here are my first two. I think it is, again, players only. We're going to the quarterback position. Johnny Unitas, 
Peyton Manning in no order. I, you, you, Baltimore fans uh, and Indianapolis fans, you can argue that one however you want. So I have Johnny Unitas, Peyton Manning. This is where it starts to get difficult. Like really, really difficult. I went Marvin Harrison as my three. I thought without... He, he was the... I don't want to call him the Robin to Peyton Manning's Batman, but without Marvin Harrison, I don't know that you get what you get with Peyton Manning. Yeah, I know there were other guys and all that stuff, but nobody to that extent. And those other guys, we're going to talk about it, are some of my first guys out. Reggie Wayne, so on and so forth. Man, I, this one is tough too. I, I went Gino Marchetti as my fourth. First off, he owns he owned a, he he brought Kentucky Fried Chicken to the world, right? He partnered with this with Colonel Sanders and created Geno's hamburgers. I mean, that gets a pushes him right up to the top of my list there. It's well, I, I don't know if that's necessarily why he makes the list, but he, I mean he was considered in his time the best defensive end of all time. Then there's always the famous story of him breaking his leg in the 58 championship game and refusing to leave the field until the, you know, they won an overtime over the giants. That that's who I would have picked honestly. So yeah, I, hold on real, yeah. real quick on Marquette. It's, so unanimous, unanimously selected to the NFL's 100th anniversary team. Yeah. I don't know how many other guys were unanimously selected. This is yeah. where it stood out to me. So his accolades, he's obviously he's a pro football hall of famer. He won two championships. <sighs> yep. 11-time Pro Bowler and 11-time All-Pro. Yeah. Like, that is the all that is impressive. Because, yeah. look, Dwight Freeney is right there. I, I could have put Dwight Freeney in there. I mean, Robert Mathis it could be there. There's so many other – Reggie Wayne. But I, looking back on the historical Baltimore Colts, if he's not – if he's not there on that defense, anchoring that defense, they don't win. Yeah. Well, I mean, look for on the Baltimore end, you realize, and, and I don't mean I, you put the four that I would have right, but on the Baltimore end, you still have Lenny Moore. You still have um, why am I forgetting? Is it the, perhaps he was the first great tight end in the league? Um, Eighty-eight. Why am I forgetting his name? You have Glenn. Um, they're great offensive tackle. There are so many great players. I have to look them up right now. No, I mean, Hold look, on. you have you have you have Raymond Berry. He's on the list. Raymond Berry as well. Yeah, right. It's just it is uh, John Mackey is the tight end. Yes. It's it's a unbelievable list of greatness in that franchise. Yeah, it's 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 rather remarkable. Now, even you bring it back to to the kind of to the now you. Bob Sanders always gets a lot of love. I thought he I thought he did a little too short. Adam Vinatieri, does he deserve a mention? Just retired? I, I, I don't know. Marshall Falk was a Colt before he was a Ram. Not, not long enough. The be, to me, the two best running backs of the Colts franchise, Lenny Moore, Edron James. Right, so Edron James isn't on that list either. It is just, it's unbelievable <coughs> the amount of players that have played for the Colts organization and the amount of unbelievable players that you could put on your, uh, your Mount Rushmore. It's, it's a, you look, it was 
they had an amazing run, Baltimore did, at the end of the NFL era, meaning prior to the before the Super Bowl championship, the Super Bowls. And then right in the beginning of the Super Bowl era, I mean, they won Super Bowl five uh, with the Jim O'Brien kick. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – and then the Colts went on there, run with Peyton Manning and all those guys. So – and on top, imagine if you included coaches, then you'd have Dungy, you'd have Don Shula. You know, people forget that was a Don Shula thing. And I mean, also, hang on, Baltimore also choked, uh, did the biggest, perhaps one of the biggest choke jobs, losing to the Jets, Super Bowl three. So, yeah, and imagine if, just imagine if the Colts with Peyton Manning don't run into that guy in New England named Tom Brady. People forget yeah. how great. The Colts were in the early aughts. Yeah, they have their win. Yes. They get they get their one win. However, that was much that was must see TV. Anytime yes. it was the the Patriots and the Colts matching up on Sunday night or Monday night football. Absolutely, absolutely. It was it was definitely one of the best teams. Um, yeah, and, and think about it. they also to me. I think they choked against the Saints. They should have won that Super Bowl. So. I, I I would agree. And hey, 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 Baltimore, dude. I understand why you're pissed off. I know you have the Ravens, but really going back into this and looking at the Baltimore Colts history, I get it. I understand why you're angry. I'd still stay angry as well. Oh, they definitely should be angry, but at least then they got a franchise that did bring them two Super Bowls. So it's just weird. It should be the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. They said you get the raven, and there's that noise every time they get a first down, and it's and it, and they don't have escalators, no escalators. Apparently, they have very nice souvenir cups, though. Yes, yeah, they do. You know, <laughs> I'm up next. I'm going down to the beautiful city of Jacksonville, so they say, and I have the Jacksonville Jaguars, kind of akin to the Houston Texans. Jacksonville, they don't have much of a history as far as obviously time in the league. So here's where I went with Jacksonville. Mark Brunell, Tony Baselli, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith. They're my four. I, I could have thrown my, my guys out there, Keaton McCardle, Maurice Jones, Drew, or kind of my others that I was thinking of. Maybe Tim Tebow, Not not really quite sure. It's interesting. You you did not mention anyone on defense. Yeah, I'm. I mean, think looking back, I'm. I don't know. They were there. They were the guys to me when I think yeah. of Jacksonville of who I think of. No, I, I, I I agree with. By the way, I agree with your four. I, I mean, in terms of defense, what? Uh, Tony Brackens, Donovan Darius. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, not much of. Of anything really, no offense to those guys that that yeah. say to me franchise guys. Well, and then on top of it, when they made their AFC Championship run a few years ago, when they almost ended up playing the Eagles, all those top players, none of them hung. They got rid of all of them, Jalen Ramsey and and the rest of them. They're all gone. Yannick Ngakwe. So none of them really had their chance to really stamp their name in, in the history of the franchise. So. It's just weird how it's like all offense. Yeah, it is all offense. And it was they're pretty good players too. 
all those players. But again, it's Jacksonville. They never they, they just couldn't get it done. Also, so do you know the traditional Jags uniform, the first iteration of the Jags uniform, the one that was up until they did the you know, monochrome and then the goofy helmet was a really good looking uniform. I like the first proposed one that they had to scrap due to trademark infringement. Yeah, well, when you, you when you copy a <laughs> the emblem of a car, yeah, it'll work, and you're it's not owned by by the car company. It'd be it's one thing if like uh, the Lions, you know, did something like Ford. Well, they're owned by Ford. Who cares? Yeah, but I, you know, so it's interesting. The Jaguars have yet to have a Hall of Famer. I mean, I guess of that list, Baselli will get in at some sooner rather than later. Had, had he played year. one or two more years, he'd already been in there. Right. Fred yeah. Taylor, is he a guy well, that he, gets? He's been a finalist. I think he gets lost in the shuffle. And so, then everybody else is just kind of there. Yeah. The, the rest of them, Brunel was a, was a really good quarterback. Jimmy Smith, a really good receiver. Keenan McCardell, really good receiver. Um, by the way, another team with Natron means. That is true. So if we had to go back, so we did player only here, right? Yeah. I Every franchise has a coach. or Coughlin. It, it has to be, right? It has to be yeah. Tom Coughlin. Could, Tom, yeah. could you argue that Tom Coughlin could be on two Mount Rushmore's? Yeah, it's tough because the Giants have a lot of them. We'll see. I mean. Well, we'll, and we'll get to that down the road when we get to the Giants. We could probably yeah. do it, a whole episode just on the Giants and then one just on the Eagles. That's how much there is. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that's probably what we're going to do. Yeah. I, it was It was Jacksonville was kind of a, huh, you know. But looking back at some of the records, I forgot how close they came multiple times to making runs. And then they just pulled a Miami Marlins where they uh, had a fire sale. Yeah, so they what they've gotten to three conference championships. They lost to the Patriots, the Titans, and the Patriots. So, yeah, um, they should have beaten the Titans. That was their best team. That was when they were like fourteen, and and that was when they beat they retired Dan Marino right in the divisional play. And when, when they win like fifty to ten or something, it was a blowout. Um, I remember that game. Good game. So Tennessee Titans, Houston Oilers. We are this this was tough. Um uh, so my four Earl Campbell, Warren Moon, Steve McNair, Bruce Matthews. Did Bruce Matthews play for the Titans for it? Was he it was yeah. how many years was he a Titan though? Uh, he he was both. He was oh no he he was he left he was drafted by Houston then they moved right was it that quick? Yeah no so I mean he started in what eighty eight. Oh okay so I thought it was a little bit later than that. So yeah but he definitely had um five years in Tennessee three all, all pros in Tennessee. I mean, you realize this guy made the Pro Bowl at every position on the offensive line. He's one of the greatest of all time. He is one of the greatest of all times. So I guess my point was when you were reading them off, what do they all have in common is that other than McNair, I think of them 
as Oilers, not necessarily Titans. Um, yeah, that's true. But although, yeah, McNair, McNair got the Titans to within a yard of the Super Bowl. Absolutely, no, absolutely. I, I yeah. know that, but I, I just thinking of that franchise history. Yeah, so much of it to me lies in Houston and not necessarily in Tennessee. Well, yeah. So, if, to me, and I think actually, if you see the next men up, there's particularly the first three. I believe are actually better football players, more accomplished than Steve McNair. Although Steve McNair was a co MVP of the league as a Tennessee Titan, Mike Munchak, Hall of Famer, Robert Brazil, Hall of Famer, Elvin Bethea, Hall of Famer. Then you had the, the last two I have were Eddie George and Derrick Henry is the closest one I had as a Tennessee Titan. Yeah. So Eddie George, interesting that he's that far kind of down on the list. You're right. And Derrick Henry, sure. I, I, I mean, again, that goes back to that current player debate. Yeah. Well, because you, I mean, you look at like Munchak and and, and Brazil and Bethea. Um, I mean, these are Hall of Famers who several All Pros. You know, five to six or seven Pro Bowl years. So it just to me, they're not look quarterbacks. You know, they they are typically the face of the franchise, and also McNair getting that franchise within one yard of the Super Bowl. That's how I ended up there. Yeah, I'm not arguing McNair. McNair should be on there. McNair is absolutely Warren right. Moon, I guess. Maybe. No, I, I think Warren Moon's on there. I think you maybe you talk yourself out of it, but I when I think of th- that franchise, yeah. before, I think of, I think of, well, I think of the House of Pain game is really what I think of, but Warren Moon, Eddie George, um, Warren Moon, Eddie George, this is just me. I'm not saying these are my guys. Frank Wycheck. You know, I think of that kind of Frank stuff. Wycheck. Yeah, he, he was good. Well, it, to me, Warren Moon, I think of the run and shoot. And then I think of those, all those receivers like Haywood Jeffries and those guys who blew the 35 to three wild card game to Buffalo. Uh, but it was a good, I mean, then you had, you know, guys like Bruce Childress on, on defense who were really good. Um, Lorenzo White. The running back, obviously, just now I'm just naming names. I was thinking about Al Del Greco, too. Al Del Greco, there's a name from the past. <laughs> yeah. If you had to put coaches on there, you get Bum Phillips, right? Yeah, Bum Phillips. Look, Jeff Fisher is weird. He, he had a run, and then the guy just somehow hovered around 500 for about. Two, but that was also with the Rams. So it's a little weird. He was good with the. He was good with the. Oilers, Texans. I think to me, it's it's Bum Phillips, and that's it. Again, if I were Houston, I understand your anger over the Oilers leaving. Why you have the Texans out? You're fine. You're, you're run by Jack Easterby. Oh yeah, Joshua, so it's going the real Joshua well. Fabia of the NFL. It's going real well for them. Maybe they should be happy that the that the lineage of the Oilers didn't stay in Houston because that was before all that kind of stuff, you know, before the, the lineages stayed with the city. Cause God, would you want to be, would you want to be the Oilers history to be tied into the mess that's down there now? Yeah, that's true. And then you're going to have all the people who have issues with, you know, alternative energy. That is true as well. That we're saving that for another day. <laughs> like, I don't think they're ever going to be sponsored by Tesla. 
No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that'll go over well. Uh, next episode up on the summer series are players only Mount Rushmore. We're going to go with the AFC North. Then we are going AFC East before we get into the National Football Conference. That is coming up here in a few days. Support those that support us. Michael's Glass Company, 215-338-3293 in the Philadelphia area. To Paul's Table, a modern Italian steakhouse, thepaulstable.com. Sports Talk Philly, sportstalkphilly.com. We are a Sports Talk Philly affiliate. I'm Mike. That's Brett. Follow us on all social, at GL Stan Show, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for breaking news. We'll be back in a few days to discuss more Mount Rushmore's.